Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday. Yeah, we're wrapping up April. Just flying by, flying by, you know, getting ready. Uh, all the college and high school graduations are, are coming next month. Uh, well, I guess for some places next month and uh, the rest of them in the summer. And let's just hope it's not as bad of a jobs market uh, shouldn't be. Uh, everybody out there saying, hey, we want to hire people. problem is uh, when you pay people not to work, they tend to not want to work. I don't go figure. It's crazy. Uh, but a lot of crazy things happening out there. Speaking of crazy, it actually rained a little bit here. And I mean a little bit. It was uh, barely a sprinkle, just enough to get your car dirty. Uh, but we will take anything at this point. Uh, crop prices, man, the weather is just not cooperating. Uh, bad news out of the, uh, you know, really the heart. And when you talk about the West, California, uh, is huge when it comes to agriculture. The you know, really, even when you think about it, really, Colorado, the Dakotas, uh, all very, very, very important to ag prices. Uh, and the weather is just not cooperating. Uh, it's time to do the rain dance thing and try to get some water. Because if not, you think food prices are expensive now? Just wait. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk more about inflation. The Federal Reserve's meeting. I can't wait. You know, I would love it if we could just listen in and listen to them craft all the lies they're going to tell tomorrow. Uh, I, I, it would be just fascinating. I wonder if they're going to see. They probably won't see any bubbles, you know, and they, believe me, none of their economic policies have hurt anybody. And. Inflation, well, well, we'll see if they change the word from transitory to uh-oh. Uh, and I guarantee you they won't. They're not changing. They were, they're not going to say uh-oh until it's already way, way too late. Uh, but, but we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about are we being misled, if we're being misled about inflation, and if we're being misled about you know, the, the problems in the bond market. By the way, yesterday had another auction problem. I'll tell you about it. How safe are our banks? Because the Federal Reserve is telling us, oh, yeah, the big banks are all safe. They're all good to go, right? They can they can buy back their stock, and, and, and they can uh, issue dividends. They can do all those things. Uh, are we being led astray again? And and so we'll talk about all of those things. It's going to be a, a great show. We got a great special. Uh, silver really flexing its muscle again today. Uh, Twenty six and a half. Uh, gold's hanging out. Gold just waiting. Right at right right at that seventeen eighty. I think gold's going to wait for tomorrow and see how dovish. Uh, the Federal Reserve is going to be it and see how they walk the walk there. Uh, and, and I don't know. I really, it's a toss-up for, for me. Normally, I'm a, uh, you know, they, they always like gold to go down when the Federal Reserve talks. But one out of four times, it actually goes the other way. And I don't know. Because I think they want to walk the fine line of, 
They don't want to sound concerned about inflation, and they don't want to be concerned uh, about uh, the economy overheating. They want everybody to say, oh, no, we need more stimulus. you got to remember, they still got infrastructure to pass, and then they got their family plan bill they want to pass, and, and, and they want that done. So we, we, it'll be interesting tomorrow. We're, we could be up really big. Uh, we could be flat, right? Or, or we could be down. Uh, I don't think we'll be down big, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm hedging my bets right now. I want to say I wouldn't be surprised if we break 1,800 tomorrow because I think the Fed is going to be a lot more dovish than people think. But it's not like I know. So th- there you have it. That. That's what's going to be what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we got, don't forget, uh, this Friday got another event at the radio station. Uh, we got several new advertisers getting ready. You'll be hearing their spots. Things are really starting to pick up for the station. Uh, we Don't forget, we have David Knight. David Knight will be on the air in Colorado on 1360 starting on Monday. And he will be the hour before me. So we'll have Brian Kilmeade, uh, 7 to 9, David Knight, 9 to 10, and then I'm 10 to 11. And that's all Colorado time. Obviously, here in Arizona, it's only a little after 9. But, you know, for those of you that don't know, David Knight was the sanity uh, to Alex Jones. And they actually had a falling out uh, and, and parted ways. This is going to be, we are the only, this is exclusive to 1360. Uh, we're, we couldn't be more excited. I know it's gotten our advertiser base fired up. It's gotten our listeners fired up. Uh, that will start next Monday. Uh, and then, of course, obviously the CBD products. You guys, listen, I love it because you've been listening. You've been taking our advice. You're trying the products. The, these, the, these are the best of the best. And I know there's so many CBD products out there. Here in Arizona, there's CBD stores, all this stuff. Don't mess with it. Know what you're buying. And when you're buying it from us, here's what you know. No chemicals, no pesticides, everything's organic. The process is the best. The purity is the best. Everything is the best. And when you deal with the best, you get the best price. 1360 KHNC, hit the shop button. And, and get the let the healing begin. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we get back, we're going to talk about the banks. How safe are they? The banks. We haven't really heard a lot about the banks. I mean, it, it, it's it's really interesting because you know the economy got shut down. We hear all these reports about all these people not paying their commercial real estate. Well, you see it here, right? All the all the bad balls vacant. Right? Uh, PV ball, uh, it's just getting torn down, going to get redeveloped. Uh, the, uh, the one out there, Metro Center, same thing. Just tearing them down. No one's paying. We know... That and, course, and again, these aren't my numbers. They're saying twenty percent of people still aren't paying their rent or their mortgage. Right? What is it? FHA 
says 17% of all of their loans are not being paid right now. So you think, man, that's got to be problematic for the banks. I mean, that's just common sense. And of course, if you go back a year ago, right, the banks fell 50%, their stock price. And what happened? Well, the same thing that always happens. Right? Because ever since they allowed for the mega banks, and remember, just like everything else, they had to rewrite those rules. Right? We're becoming uh, less and less of a capitalistic country and more and more almost resembling like communism. You know, remember, you know, like you get, here's, you got one pair of shoes to buy, you got one store to go to. I mean, it's kind of like that, isn't it? You got, you got, take the, take the top six banks. There's 90% of all the deposits. How's that competition? course they rewrote the rules to make it so there wasn't any don't forget that but we've seen this pattern before remember the last time the banks got in trouble in 2008 right the federal reserve they went back to their old playbook and let's remind everybody they have the commercial paper funding facility Right, that's where the Fed right now is buying all of the commercial paper. Right, so the banks can pretend that everything's being paid when it's not. Wouldn't that be nice if you were have you hit a rough spot? Hey, uh, can you pay all my bills for me for a while? Because this is really what they're doing, and it's so disgusting. And of course, they tell you that they're doing it for us. The primary dealer credit facility. Let's not forget that. <laughs> of course, a primary dealer, when you get stuck with too much of the treasury market, uh, they'll help you out. The term asset-backed security loan facility. By the way, all of these are still in place. The Money Market Mutual Fund Liquidity Facility. Right, Remember, right, the money market's breaking the buck. Listen, all of these programs, they're all busted. Right, Once again, uh, too, deep, too big to fail is really just that. They didn't fix it. They didn't uh, solve the problem because... The problem is simple. It's the answer is right in the in the title. Too big means make them smaller, and we won't have all of these problems. Of course, what did they do? They've actually done the opposite. The big banks, believe it or not, are much bigger today than they were in '08. By the way, and there's a bunch more facilities out there. They're doing the concept of taxpayers backstopping federally insured banks, which is holding the life savings of average Americans. And really, eh, maybe. And I say that because I think 
most people's life savings is either in their house, and I don't mean in cash, but physically the house itself, or you know the stock market, and then you know, and and then the bank accounts. But again, still a lot of money in there, a lot of deposits. And they're saying that in you know these economic crises that people won't have to worry about bank runs. See, we're just being so nice to everybody. We don't want you to worry that your bank really doesn't have your money. Of course, and again, as I've educated all of you, it's not your money. And I'm really glad. I'm really glad now people have stopped arguing this point because they figured out that I'm right. And for those of you that don't know, and I know this is hard for some people to believe, but when you open a bank account, and you know how it is now, it's all electronic, right? Initial here, sign here, click OK, click accept, click accept, initial here, sign here. A lot of uh, what you're signing is you're signing away most of your rights. One of the things you're signing and agreeing to is that the money that that goes into your bank account is no longer yours. The bank owns the money. You're essentially lending the money to the bank. And for those of you that want to spend the time, because maybe you don't believe me, this has been banking law since like the 1400s. It's actually a case in England. Uh, that that sorted this. So this before, the, well before the United States was a country, this law was established, and it makes sense, right? Because the banks can't lend out money that isn't theirs, so they have to own it to be able to lend it out to somebody else. So you essentially agree to become an unsecured creditor. Now it used to be, hey, since you're such a swell person. And you're going to let me own your money. Here's a toaster. And, oh, by the way, we're going to pay you 5 6 7% interest for allowing us to own your money. Of course, fast forward to today. Let's face it. No one's bank account pays them anything, right? Bank accounts cost us money. It, it, it makes no sense. But they've tricked us into believing that that's okay. Right? It's another one of the gaslightings that are happening right now. And, of course, we all know they, they've set it up. They've made it so hard for us not to do anything without a bank account. You have to do it. Because otherwise, why would we even have bank accounts? It's ridiculous. Of course, they, they, they just another one of the way. Oh, we're here. We're helping you. No, they're robbing us. One of the other things you sign up for and agree to, you can't file class action lawsuits against the banks. So if the bank acts badly, and if you don't believe me, Wells Fargo, right, they're simple. You couldn't gather together all the other depositors that they screwed over and sue them. You have to agree to arbitration, and, and you know, and of course, again, arbitration that the bank decides on, 
all of these things. It really is the greatest criminal organization ever. And it's fascinating. But they put this in place so we don't have to worry about bank runs and don't have to worry about the soundness of the banking system itself. Right? And, you know, we went through this, what was it? 13 years ago? Right? And they created Dodd Frank, remember? Of course, I was telling you what a scam that was. That was what a piece of junk. And of course, they've already gotten rid of a lot of the provisions in Dodd Frank. But. They created under Dodd-Frank the Office of Financial Research, okay? And, and I want you to know what they said. The larger the bank, the greater potential spillover if it defaults. The higher its leverage the more prone it is to default under stress. And the greater its connectivity index, the greater is the share of the default that cascades onto the banking system. In other words, gosh, the bigger they are, the more damage they do. And let's face it, we can't have one of these banks going. Doesn't even have to be a U.S. bank. Doesn't even have to be a U.S. bank. Just keep that in mind. You take the largest twenty banks in the world, and any of them go under, we're all done. But they don't want to. Listen, we shouldn't. I don't want to scare you because you know. Look at all these great programs that they've come up with. The product of these three factors provides an overall measure of contagion risk that the bank poses on the financial system. Five of the U.S. banks have particularly high contagion index values. Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and Goldman Sachs. Now, two of them weren't even banks, right? But that was the other day. Hey, let's, let's make all these companies banks. So they could bail them out. They say that these five banks are so highly interconnected via derivatives because they have exposure to the same counterparties. And this is really the problem. Think about all these mega banks. And I know they're talking about these five. Listen, they're throw Wells Fargo in there, throw U.S. Bank in there, right? All these big banks, throw them all in there. They're all woven together. We'll take the easy one, J.P. Morgan. You know that they have derivatives of $55 trillion? $55 trillion. They've got deposits of like $2 trillion. I mean, the math is so simple. Who in their right mind would have that be that over leveraged? But yet here we are. According to the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, 
the most recent report, which was December 31st, 2020. These holding companies, the banks, the five that I just mentioned, just the five of them, held $185.61 trillion in derivatives contracts. So think about, well, who were they? I want to get a Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, B of A, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs. The U.S. economy is about $21 trillion. And just these five institutions are holding derivatives nine times the size of the economy. Think about it. We, we talk about a $30 trillion national debt. These guys got $185 trillion of derivatives. And don't worry, your buddy's fine. Major Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 To give perspective, in 2008, the derivatives were about $98 trillion. Not just these five. Remember, this is just five. I mean, you throw in the U.S. Bank, you throw Wells Fargo in there, right? You throw... Uh, Wachovia, you throw Credit Suisse, you, you, you know, all these other massive banks, a Deutsche Bank, right? You throw them all in there, Society General and all them. What are we talking about? Four, five hundred trillion? When you think about, when we talk about inflation, this is the game that they played with us. They can't. They can't have these things go down. It's a giant house of cards. It's a Ponzi scheme, really. Do you know how much money, and I didn't know this, by the way, credit to Wall Street on Parade, uh, the Martins, they are a husband and wife. They're, they're fantastic. So many, this is what bothers me. There's so many great research people out there. But they're not the ones that they put on TV. Because they're not cheering for the, for the well, let's call it what it is, the, the phony baloney. When we talk about why, don't we, why aren't we going to live better than our parents? This is why. The Federal Reserve has secretly funneled $29 trillion in cumulative loans to Wall Street banks, their foreign derivative counterparts, and foreign central banks. And then have waged a, apparently a court battle, which I didn't even know was happening. People are trying to, to get the information. And the Federal Reserve is going to the courts to block it. And the reason why they wanted to buy it, now, they, of course, they eventually lost, by the way. And we found out, at least in 08, what they did. But when we're sitting there and we're thinking about, you know, this is where we put our money to pay our bills and do all this stuff, and they, they, 
They have the FDIC insurance of $250,000, right, to make you feel good. They can't pay that. Now, if the FDIC had, I don't know, two, three, four trillion dollars, then maybe. But just one of these mega banks, you know, you're talking about a couple trillion dollars worth of deposits. How could, how could you insure for two hundred fifty thousand when the FDIC itself only has thirty or forty billion dollars total in it? I mean, let's do the math. And this is the problem. I used to believe that what they were going to do, and this is because this is how they set it up in Dodd-Frank, if one of these banks did go under, and of course they're trying to trying to convince us that all of them wouldn't go under. That's a lie. They flat out lied again. It's a lie. One of them goes, they all go. But they pretended, nope, nope, we're going to have a system in place. And that system was going to be, they're going to uh, allegedly evaluate every person that whose bank went under. And, of course, you had to file something, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. And they were going to determine... How much of your money, remember, it's really not your money. How much of the money you deposited in the bank were they going to allow you to have? And then the rest of it, they were going to issue you stock in some new bank that, hey, maybe 5, 10, 15 years later, uh, you could turn that back into the money. I don't think that anymore. I mean, that's still what the law says. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen when the whole thing collapses, because it needs I mean, look at the numbers now. Come on. Uh, and again, this, is, this isn't about fear. This is about truth. This is about you know what's going to happen. And are you going to prepare for it or not? Period. Right? We knew during the housing market when Ben Bernanke was telling, oh, no, it's just froth or it's just a subtime prime problem. We knew what was happening. Some of us prepared. Some of us didn't. Just like they're talking about inflation now. We know what's really happening, and either you're going to prepare or you're not. All of this debt needs to be reset. It's the only way it's going to happen. And when it does, it's no longer going to be the dollar as we know it, the Federal Reserve note. It's going to be digital, and there's going to be rules. Right and, and 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 I've talked about it. Right, the social engineering rules. Right, the reparations. Hey, maybe those people get dollar for dollar. Maybe even a little more than dollar for dollar. 
the poor. Maybe they get dollar for dollar, but or maybe they get 80 or 90 cents on the dollar. The middle class. I don't know, maybe 70 cents on the dollar? Maybe. The wealthy? Maybe you get 50 cents on the dollar. All the cash that's out there, there's going to be a day. You've got until this day to turn it in. If you show up with too much money, be prepared to prove that you own it. And I really don't know how you do that. Be prepared to prove how you own it, and if you can't prove it, be prepared for them to just take it. No criminality, right? Not going to press any charges. You're not going to go to jail. You just lose your money. Probably what I, this is what I see what's going to happen. And I look here and I'm looking at five banks, $185 trillion in derivatives. Yeah, this not going to end well. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And again, prepare. world's not going to come to an end. Is it going to suck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Can we see it coming? Of course we can. We get it. We live beyond our means. The central bank led us astray. Should they re-oversight? Absolutely. Should we get rid of it? Of course we should. Should the money go back to being gold and silver? Absolutely. And again, you will not hear that on the cheerleading stations. The gaslighting stations. You're not going to hear that. Because they, they want you to believe that all this financial engineering has been wonderful. Until they wipe you out. But remember what I said, don't put all your money in the gold server. Stay diversified. It just makes sense. I still believe it. But when it comes out the other side, if you got gold, listen, you're going to be able to take advantage. You're going to be able to take advantage. Uh, today, it's a very, very unique situation today. I will tell you right now, there is not a lot of product available and anything but one of the wholesalers and one of the advantages being in business as long as we have we know everybody we got a call this morning a major wholesaler bought a thousand ten dollar liberties it was a bag you know, and when I tell you, you know, we talk about like bags of junk. This is how gold and silver were done. So this bag, it was in a vault in Switzerland. I don't know which bank owned it. I don't know if it was the Swiss government. I don't know who owned it. When the bag arrived, it is loaded with 
XF to AU quality $10 liberties. And and this is a guy, I've known this guy for 20 years. He doesn't brag very often about coins. He's been in it forever. But he promised me, he said, Joe, man, these are really, really good-looking coins. Lots of dates. Uh, an AU $10 Liberty on our website right now is 1110 bucks. Are circulated our 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 ten dollar liberties that we normally like to sell are at a thousand fifty. He had a thousand of them two hours ago. He's got seven hundred of them still left, but they're not just for me. They're you know every dealer in the world that he knows is is selling this stuff. A thousand and thirty-five bucks until he cuts us off. So I don't know. That could be, you know, we could buy fifty coins, we could buy a hundred coins, and he'd say I'm out. We could buy uh, two hundred coins before he says he's out. But these are XFAU quality ten-dollar liberties. I mean, you think about an AU uh, that we sell right now at eleven hundred and ten dollars. This is seventy-five bucks less than that. This is less, $15 less than our, our normal $10, you know, just our circulated $10 liberties. And if this guy says they're nice, believe me, they're going to be knockout nice. 800-951-0592. Take the time, put them away. Uh, and I'm thankful that we have them because otherwise we would not have run any gold today. Uh, on the silver side, and silver uh, pretty impressive today. Uh, silver is it's not quite to gold yet, getting real close now. Uh, silver's up about another twenty five cents here, uh, right at twenty six fifty an ounce. I've got the quarters; they're on sale at two forty a roll. You're not going to find them cheaper anywhere. I also have some dimes. So I, we got this mix. Remember, we bought bags of these. We were waiting for them to come in. The Bullion Bank told us today they've arrived. Uh, I've also got rolls of dimes, and those will be half of what the quarters are. So rolls of dimes at 120 that's saving $7.50 an ounce. Listen, you're saving, just so you know what the savings is on, on this utility silver, it's about $2 an ounce. You're, you're going to pay $5 an ounce less for the utility silver for these quarters and dimes than you would be uh, buying silver eagles. So you've got two great options today. The, AU, the XFAU $10 Liberties. Uh, at a thousand thirty-five, is an outright steal. And then you talk about quarters and dimes, quarter rolls of quarters at two forty, the dimes at one twenty. Just add to the portfolio. Think about the size of this bubble. You're talking about these banks with 
hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars of fake derivatives. And I call them fake because the Fed and all the other central banks, they're supporting it because they have no other choice. It's either that or they collapse. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. There's one line open. Uh, we'll get to you in the order that you called. If you uh, get the voicemail, keep calling. Keep calling uh, AU, XF to AU. I want to be fair. It's XF to AU. But he swears to me these are the best tens he's handled in a long time at $1,035. And then don't forget the silver. The quarter's at 240 a roll. The dime's at 120 a roll. 800 951 0592. We just had another line open up. How about this, real quick? Uh, John Dean, for those of you that don't know him, he is the former managing director of JP Morgan. Inflation is already here. If you look around the world, you see real estate prices, building supplies, services skyrocketing. We what we created since the early 1990s is an entire financial infrastructure that is relying on debt, and we've accelerated that dramatically in response to COVID-19. The increase in the money supply globally, we are sitting on an economic cliff. He knows. He knows. By the way, this time next year, this is him, not, not not me, this is him. Gold's going to be well, well north of 2,000 an ounce. Bloomberg today, if you think inflation is already blistering hot and the worst case has been largely priced in with little inflationary upside, you better think again. Uh, Bloomberg's saying soaring food prices, man. And by the way, food prices off the chart again today. Uh, And they're saying that all of this inflation, primarily when they're talking about where, where all the manufacturing is done in Asia, Prices, wages are starting to climb. They, they and, and according to Bloomberg, get ready. The price of everything is going to go even higher because in order for these people to eat, they got to get paid more money. And they're saying that, that this is going to have a global effect for months and months ahead. Now, they don't say what months and months means to me. Years and years. This is this is this is the problem. You know, and I, I kind of tried to say it the other day. You know, companies are trying to hedge, and now they're they're hedging at much higher prices. Now, next year, these prices are going to be even higher. They're going to have to hedge at even higher prices again. I think we've got a long, long bout with this runaway inflation. The Federal Reserve knows it, but they're going to keep lying to us about it. And again. Be ready. Get prepared. Uh, AU10 libs. XFAU10 libs. A thousand and thirty-five bucks. Remember, an AU10 lib on our website right now. Eleven hundred and ten dollars a kit. The price is incredible. A thousand and thirty-five rolls of silver uh, quarters at two forty. 
The dimes are at 120. Both of those prices, the cheapest I could find anywhere. 800 951 0592. I love the flow here. Two more lines just opened up. So we got two more lines still open. 800 951 